Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Jasmine Minchez, and in this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. And today, we are going to be talking about Rigoberto González, a prolific gay Chicano writer of both poetry and prose. He was born in Bakersfield, California, on July 18, 1970, and was raised in Michoacán, Mexico. He fell in love with the musicality of language in Mexico as a grade school student when he had to recite patriotic verses in Spanish for a school assembly. He flubbed his speech on the big day itself, but he didn't give up and kept practicing the verses over and over again in the days that followed to do justice to the words and get them just right. His family returned to California in 1980, when he was 10 years old. And when they left the United States for Mexico for a second time in 1992, Gonzalez decided to stay put and finish his education. He earned his bachelor's degree in humanities and social sciences interdisciplinary studies from the University of California, Riverside, and holds graduate degrees from both the University of California, Davis, and Arizona State University, Tempe. As a young man, Gonzalez moved to New York City with his partner to dedicate himself to his dream of becoming a professional writer. In the years since, he has built a long and lasting career as an academic, teaching creative writing in universities across the United States. He has also established himself as a tireless advocate for historically marginalized voices by spotlighting new Chicano, Latina, and Native American voices as a columnist for the Los Angeles Times, El Paso Times, NBC Latino, the Poetry Foundation's blog Harriet, and Poets and Writers magazine. Gonzalez is currently the director of the MFA program in creative writing and a professor of English and women's and gender studies at Rutgers University, Newark. And to this day, he still lives and writes in New York City. As a poet and author, Rigoberto González draws on his formative personal experiences and extensive historical knowledge of Mexican and American culture to tell the stories only he can, honoring his family history and creating meaningful literary representation for his Chicano and queer communities. He is the author of five full-length poetry collections and one poetry chapbook. His most recent poetry collection, The Book of Ruin, published in 2018, takes on environmentalism by drawing parallels between the devastation of global climate collapse and the effects of voracious colonial conquest in Latin America. While he is perhaps best known as a poet, Gonzalez has also authored a massive body of prose encompassing two bilingual children's books in English and Spanish, nearly 20 Spanish-language children's books for beginning readers, a short story collection, four novels, and six nonfiction books. One of Gonzalez's most notable nonfiction works is his 2006 memoir, Butterfly Boy, Memories of a Chicano Mariposa. His mother passed away when he was just 12 years old, and Gonzalez struggled to navigate his strained relationship with his father as he explored his queerness throughout adolescence and as a young adult. In this book and several other works, Gonzalez harnesses the metaphor of a butterfly, nature's ultimate symbol of transformation and an image commonly associated with Mexico because of the insect's annual migration patterns, to embody his journey to integrate his individual and cultural identities. Butterfly Boy won the American Book Award, just one of the many accolades Gonzalez has earned for his body of work. He has received prestigious Guggenheim and National Endowment for the Arts Fellowships, and won the Lenore Marshall Poetry Prize, the Bill Whitehead Award for Lifetime Achievement from the Publishing Triangle, 
and the Penn slash Volcker Award. Today, we are so excited to share Gonzalez's poem titled Birthright, which she recited in March 2019 at St. Peter's Episcopal Church in Morristown, New Jersey, as part of the Dodge Poetry Program. Birthright is one of Gonzalez's many poems lending insight into the immigrant experience, and more specifically, his own family's experience coming to the U.S. from Mexico. Gonzalez's parents and grandparents were proud members of the United Farm Workers Union, the massively influential California-based union supporting agricultural industry workers that rose to prominence under early leadership from Cesar Chavez and Dolores Huerta, among others. Almost from the time he could walk, Gonzalez was marching alongside his family as they demonstrated with their union in support of rights for migrant farm workers, who often worked long, grueling hours and endured poor living conditions. As a college student, he took part in so many rallies and demonstrations that he ended up being arrested more than half a dozen times for civil disobedience. Gonzalez has made his commitment to political activism a cornerstone of his current role as a writer and mentor. In an interview with the Chicano and Latino literary blog, La Bloga, he forcefully describes his commitment to building up his community and the importance of speaking out for one's rights, saying, quote, I am Chicano. I know my history, my homeland, my literature, and I accept the responsibility of taking young Chicanos under my wing because that's how I became who I am. Mentorship is a Chicano value. I will always seek out other Chicano writers and stand in solidarity with politicized Latino writers, wherever they come from. Anyone without strong politics and convictions is not worth my time." End quote. Gonzalez's poem, Birthright, helps fulfill that call to action. Its powerfully sparse language describes the limitations and pain immigrants face in being forced out of their homes and into unfamiliar and unwelcoming spaces. The poem crawls down the page, seven stanzas with four lines each. Already meager three-word lines diminish to just two words each as the narrative progresses. And the same word repeats like a drumbeat, a cruel rejoinder appearing in line after line. Cannot, cannot, cannot. But what is possible when the cannots cease? What is possible on the other side of those imposed limitations? This is Birthright by Rigoberto Gonzalez. In the village of your birth, cuts a wall, bleeds a border. In the heat you cannot swim, in the rain you cannot climb. In the north you cannot be, cuts a paper, cuts a law, cuts a finger, finger bleeds, baby hungers, baby feeds, baby needs, you cannot go, you cannot buy, you cannot bring, baby grows, baby knows, border crossing, seasons bring, winter border, summer border, falls a border, border spring. In the end, birthright is about so much more than feelings of helplessness and loss. Eventually, the poem circles back to hope. And where does Gonzalez seek and find his justification for that hope? In the children of immigrants, the children born of that sacrifice, who gain valuable knowledge and inherit a world they can change. Listen to the way that last stanza progresses. The poet has taken the seasons out of order to make his point. Winter border, summer border, Two seasons that are settled in their ways, the word border appended to the line without question, passive. But in the penultimate line we get, falls a border. Here, the border is being acted upon. It's falling, the transitional autumn season becoming a verb of change. And finally, 
we come to the poem's last line, border spring. The border is still there, but is denied the significance of being the final word. Instead, Gonzalez leaves us with the gift of spring, a season symbolizing hope and new possibilities, a classic poetic representation of the opportunity for change. Birthright ultimately reminds us that this spring can't even begin to come about without action. And that's all for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on all things Rigoberto Gonzalez. Make sure that you share this podcast with your friends and family members, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast is produced by Samuel Curtis and executive produced by Diane Luby Lane. This episode was researched and written by Mila Erko Frank. Blake Emerson is our digital editor, and our editorial advisor is Lauren Beebe. Special thanks to the entire GetLit staff and donors who make this work possible, the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to all students of life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more, check out the rest of our episodes on our website, getlit.org. That is G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G.